Shalom, shalom, it's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, Living Life in the Spirit. Welcome to another day as we come to the Scriptures to be edified and built up in Yehovah. It's the middle of the night here in Israel. It's 2.20 in the morning. Hallelujah. And we are just uh, in a place of prayer. I've just been in this place of prayer for a few hours in preparation. And just, you know, just... This is what it takes to drive through in the Spirit, that we will uh, sacrifice even in those night hours to really press into the presence of Yehovah. And for those of you who know me, have known me quite well, you know, I go through seasons where I do a lot of uh, intercession and pressing in in the middle of the night. And then other times the Father has me... Uh, going to bed at 8 o'clock at night for three or six months <laughs> and getting up at uh, 3, 4 in the morning. Well, anyway, I haven't been to bed yet. You know, we're just uh, warming up in the presence of Yehovah. And, you know, there's, you know, it's not always easy being up in the middle of the night. It's not always easy. But one thing we do is we sacrifice and we recognize that it's not it's not just about gratifying the desires of the flesh, but we have got to press in in the spirit. And sometimes we've just got to say to the flesh, you know what, get over yourself. We're going to stay up and have an all-night prayer meeting and press in and see Yehovah move because it's time for those mountains to move. It's time for the miraculous to take place. Do you believe in miracles? Do you believe that Yehovah can uh, do great exploits in and through our lives? And there's a price that has to be paid and uh, you might think, well, you know, I don't know if I need to get up in the middle of the night. But sometimes we need to make those sacrifices to say, God, I am serious about being in your presence. I'm serious about pursuing you with all of my heart, with all of my soul, and everything that is within me. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So I'll just give a few shout outs before we start tonight. Hi, Lola. Good to see you in Florida. We've got Esther in uh, Australia. We've got B in Texas. Uh, we've got New Day in North Carolina. We've got Debbie. Um, where's Debbie? I'll try to think where, you, where you're from, Debbie. Give us, tell me where you're from again. I forgot. Um, I think it's Texas. Is that right? Uh, we've got Pete in New York. Uh, we've got Melinda in Florida. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. So anyway, look, we're going to press in. Um, you know, my title tonight, obviously, a made-up mind. You, we're on day 15 of 40. Hallelujah. As we're pressing through to see victory in the Messiah. Day 15 of 40 of sacrifice and really paying the price to see a move of the Spirit. You know, it's not by our works, but, you know, we have got to get our mind in order. A made-up mind. How about you? Is your mind made up? Is your mind set? Have you made a decision, you know, before you do anything that your mind is set? Hallelujah. Uh, I know I was reading that in, uh, where was it? Oh, yeah. Luke chapter 21, it says in verse 13, this will result in you being witnesses to them, but make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourself. And we'll talk about that scripture in a minute. But make up your mind that you're not going to worry, that you're not going to be anxious. Okay, come on. Can we just make a decision that we are going to live life by the Spirit? You know, that's what we're doing here at Bulldozer Faith. 
We're living life by the Spirit. We are people who make up our minds. Uh, you know, you, you can meditate on these things ahead of times before they happen. You know, for example, if I see a viper snake, I'm not going to panic. You know, I'm going to <laughs> deal with it. The reason I'm mentioning that is Hannah was climbing through uh, her uh, grandma's window tonight because there was a viper snake on the path. So her and Joey were climbing through the bedroom window to get into the house because the snake was there. But, you know... Are we going to be in fear? And we know how poisonous these snakes are. You know that one bite you've got, I don't know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and you if you don't get treated, you're going to be dead. So it's dangerous. But are we making up our mind? But there's something even more uh, dangerous than a Palestinian viper, and that is, you know, uh, uh, to have a mind full of darkness, and we want to proclaim that our mind is full of the light. Hallelujah. See, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself right now. We haven't even had a time of prayer yet. We've got Jeff joining us. We've got Karen joining us. Good to see you guys. Thanks for joining with us. Okay, let's pray. <laughs> let's get in the Word. And uh, man, I tell you, <laughs> I only just <laughs> said it's day 15. You know, the focus of tonight or today is will you tell your story? What's your testimony? You know, do you have opportunity to share your testimony? Well, I don't get opportunity to share. Okay, so how are you going to make opportunity to share your testimony? It should be something that's flowing naturally in your daily life. And everywhere you go and opportunities that, that come up, are we listening to the Ruach HaKodesh? See, I'm still preaching. We haven't prayed yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't have to be religious. Maybe we're just not going to pray first. Maybe we're just going to press in. Father, bless our time. Reveal your <laughs> truth through your word. Encourage us. May we be edified and built up in the most holy faith. Hallelujah. Since the Zoom call the other day, I recognized last night that the volume had changed. So I'll just bring the volume up a little bit now. And that'll save me doing it when I prepare the podcast hallelujah well you can tell i'm excited i'm tired i've had a long day i've had three hours sleep the previous night had to be up this morning at uh, the crack of dawn um but you know what i'm blessed and encouraged why i have had the opportunity to minister the love of yeshua today <coughs> to oh god got my throat caught here hold on a sec ah Fresh water. Hallelujah. I've had great opportunities to minister over these last few days. As the Father brings me across the paths of others. And, you know, people are interested. They want to know who you are. So what, what's your story? What do you tell them uh, who you are? Do you hide behind your profession? Do you, uh, you know, are you, are you in the open with your faith in Messiah? And I just want to encourage you. You know, don't hide your faith. Don't don't hide your belief in Yeshua of Nazareth. Share your faith. Hallelujah. Anyway, I want to read from John chapter 1. <laughs> in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. And through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. What does it start with? It's the testimony of Yahovah in the beginning. Hallelujah. If you're about to introduce Yeshua, you better start dealing with the beginning. 
And, you know, we've got to start rehearsing and understanding the story of what the Father has done in our lives. Because what does the devil want you to do? He wants you to forget about your redemption. He wants you to forget on where you have come from. Yes, we're not going back. You know, I don't I don't want to go back with the thoughts and all the things of, of living in a sinful life. No, I have been set free, but I want to share the testimony. Uh, what, what's the testimony? I was bound. I was broken. I didn't have the answers. I didn't know how to move forward. I tried to find my identity in all the wrong places. Then all of a sudden... You know, the Holy Spirit revealed to me who he was. And and the changing factor in my life was this. Uh, you know, I was in total rebellion, nine years old to 11 years old, totally rebellious. At 11 years old, I'm in this uh, Christian holiday camp. And, you know, I'm, I'm full of pride and I can't stand these Christians and believers. And, you know, they're singing Father Abraham, how many sons, how many sons of Father Abraham. And I'm like... What is it with Father Abraham? You know, who cares how many sons he had? And I'm one of them, and so are you, so let's praise the Lord. I'm like, man, this this is just crazy. Then I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit speak to me. He who lies to himself is the biggest fool of all, and you're a liar, and you're a fool. You don't have life. You know that I'm real. Why? Because I live in a family where I witness the testimonies and and the exploits of a living God bringing transformation in the lives of people around us through my parents' ministry and the people who'd come into my home broken, drug addicts, alcoholics, depressed, suicidal, just, oh, you know, the list could just go on and on and on. And I saw these people being supernaturally transformed. I was brought up in the environment of the transforming power of a mighty God. Until one day, I'm at school. You know, my dad, he's preaching at school and, and sharing in the assemblies. And, you know, a new kid comes to the school. And uh, we're in a, in a circle in the playground. And, and one of the kids says, oh, let, let, let's just introduce. And this is Hamish, you know. Um, th- this is John, this is Robert or whatever, and this is Kenny, and and, and he's a Christian, <laughs> you know. I'm like, why am I the only one who got a label because of who my dad was? You know, why can't I just be Hamish, which is James and Scottish, you know? Why can't I just be Peter or, or, or just someone's name? Why why has it got to be, and here's Kenny, and he's a Christian. I'm like, no one's ever going to call me a Christian again. I went through my identity crisis at nine years old. All of a sudden, I thought, I'm going to act the the total opposite of what a Christian should look like. That's how I'm going to act. So I started getting violent, started getting involved in theft. You know, I was picking up cigarettes, starting to smoke. Then I was stealing money, smoking cigarettes, running away from home, being involved in crime, you know, buying drink. You know, I used to sit on the beach in in Fife in Scotland. I'd go buy fish and chips and I'd have a Hamlet cigar whilst eating fish and chips. There was just something about that at nine years old that was absolutely fantastic. Sounds pretty disgusting, doesn't it? <laughs> but that's that's the things I would do. And it was all based on rebellion. It was all based on, I am not going to conform my mind 
to the ways of God. This was the change. And it was the, it, at nine years old, it was the place where are you going to make a decision on who God is in your life? Or are you, are, are you just going to live on uh, uh, the coattails of your parents' ministry and their relationship? What age do we wake up? And for for many kids, it's different ages. I don't believe you can say at a certain age, this is where it is, you know. Um, but, you know, when do we become true adults? When do we uh, get to that place where uh, we are responsible? And, um, you know, in the Jewish tradition, at 13, that's uh, when they have the bar mitzvah, where they basically say, this is it, you're walking into manhood from this place and you're stepping over to the other side and that you know i think it's good to recognize a point where we say to our children now you're a man now you're a woman you're going from being a child so now there's a difference in responsibility because if we don't define those moments hasatan satan he's going to define them in our children so you know let's be conscious on defining those moments you know, when Hannah turned 13, we had, uh, it was at the time of my sister's wedding and uh, one of the meals, the family meals we're all having after the wedding, we just had that time where we just uh, ministered and prayed over Hannah and she shared the scripture. She shared what? Her testimony. Hallelujah. And we just ministered. We spoke words of encouragement into her life and saying, this is the point where, you know, it's time for you to, Go from from being a a little girl to being a young woman. Hallelujah. That you will walk in the paths of Yehovah. We want to bless you. We want to speak life to you. And it was so beautiful as everyone in the room and the family would just speak life and blessing and encouragement. Um, Hallelujah. And this is what we've got to do. You know, (laughs) will you tell your story? What are you hiding behind? And this is a question I want to ask you. You know, when you have opportunities to share your faith and you hear that still small voice of the Holy Spirit saying, come on, you know, this is what I want you to say. And you're like, no, (laughs) I'm not going to say that. You know, what did we see in Luke chapter 21? This will result in you being witnesses to them. What? The persecution. And we're going to read this portion of Scripture. Maybe. Maybe we're not. But verse 14 of Luke chapter 21. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand. Why? It could cost you your life to proclaim your testimony. Are you ready for that? Oh, well, I just live in the West, you know. Well, you might live in the West today, but what happens if the Father raises you up and sends you into an Islamic uh, nation to be a testimony, to be a witness? You know, are we ready to be led by the Spirit? Are we ready to move by the Spirit? Are we ready to be uh, witnesses of the King of kings and the Lord of lords? You know, are we just going to get stagnant where we are? What's the point of this 40 days? Father, we are not going to stay the same. We are going to be ever-changing. We're going to move forward by the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I'm getting fired up here because I know what this is like, and I want to encourage you. There's nothing more amazing and, and difficult and hard and transforming and glorifying. Look at that. All those words all mixed together in the same place. Then when you step out and start 
operating in the call of Yahovah in your life and saying, Here I am, Father. Send me, use me. <laughs> Take this life. Take this life. Take this uh, uh, broken uh, uh, vessel, this broken jar of clay and mend me and make me and send me. Hallelujah. That my confidence will not be in the flesh. It's not in what I have to say. It's not in what I can do. But it's based in who you are. Hallelujah. Be free right now and liberated to share your faith. Share the, the love of Yeshua through your life into the lives of brokenhearted. I love to minister the gospel and share my faith. Why? Because I'm discerning by the Spirit. And when I'm sharing my faith, I see the effect that it has on the people I'm speaking to. And I don't want to hold them hostage. I don't want to pin them down. I want to speak in a way that I'm identifying. Do you want to hear? You know, you're asking, you know, tell me about yourself. Tell me something about you. And and. As I introduce who Yeshua is, how He's transformed my life, I do it in a way where I'm not going to, I'm I'm not going to hold the person captive, you know, unless the Holy Spirit is specifically saying this needs to be said. This person needs this seed planted in their life, but you still have to be sensitive to the ruach hakodesh on how far you go without calling for interaction, because you don't want to speak at people. What do we want? Conversation. So when we are telling our story, when we're ministering the story of the transforming power of a mighty God and how we're walking in the victory of Yeshua, then I want you to get to the place where you do it in a fashion that brings conversation. You know, sometimes you can be so nervous when you, at the beginning when you're sharing your faith, you're just blah, 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 and you're just pouring it all out and, you know, <laughs> you're just pouring out, you're just, you know, you're you're baptizing, mikvahing, you know, sending the fire of God all over this poor person standing in front of you. <laughs> they don't know what to do, they don't know where to turn, they don't know how to function. And listen, what I want to encourage you to do, I want you to encourage you to, Step back, be sensitive. Oh, we're blasting full speed right now. Why? Because, you know, we're in the presence of believers. And I want to encourage you, you know, I'm not actually looking at the, on Bulldozer of Faith, it does all the words, the transcription of the things that you say. It's probably getting it all wrong on what I'm saying right now because I'm speaking so fast. Why am I speaking so fast? I want to jam in. I want to press in. I want you to capture the importance of, Moving forward for Yahovah. Will you tell your story? Come on. Will you tell your story? Make a decision today where you say, Yes, I'm going to tell my story. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with Elohim. The Word was Elohim. He was with Elohim in the beginning. We are building up the testimony of Yeshua. And I'll share scriptures like that. I'll share how how the Messiah is so integrated into the foundation of creation. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the name of Yeshua. All right, I want to read some verses in 
one uh, in John chapter one. We're just going to read a few verses there. Welcome, Jerry. Good to see you there, brother. We've got Mary as well joining us. Shalom. We've got um, uh, uh, Mary as well in. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, Maria. Okay, Maria in Canada. Welcome. Good to see you. Hallelujah. We've got Cassandra as well. Good to see you, Cassandra. Thanks for joining. Okay, hallelujah. So in John 1, verse, uh, where are we going to read from? Uh, ah, let's read from verse 19. What are we talking about? Testimony. Welcome, Glenn. Good to see you, brother. Shalom, shalom. Keeping you and your family in prayer. Thanks for joining with us. Uh, John chapter 1, verse 19. Now this was John's testimony when the Jews of Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him who he was. And this is something very important. You've got to know who you are because, you know, people are going to, uh, they're going to read your life like a, bro- a, a book. They're, they're trying to identify who are you? Who is this person? Who is Kenny Russell? You know, what type of person is this? Who is John? You know, he did not fail to confess, but confess freely. I am not the Messiah because he knew exactly what they were coming for. Are you the Messiah, John? I am not the Messiah. You don't even have to ask the question. I know what you're thinking. They asked him, then who are you? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. Finally, he said, who are you? Give us an answer to take back to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? Okay. And I love what John says in verse 23. John replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet, I am the voice of one calling in the desert. Make straight the way of Yehovah. I am the voice. He had his identity. I don't know if you've ever listened to those sermons where people talk about trying to find your scripture, just like John. You know, what's your scripture? Where's your scripture? <laughs> I went through a season, you know, uh, when I was uh, a baby in the faith. I'm like, you know, if you can give John a scripture, I want to find my scripture. I want to know my exact words. So if someone asks me the question, who are you? This is what I can come out with and quotes the verse. And yes, let me tell you something. I've got good news for you. This same verse that was over John, the mikvahist, John the Baptist, this verse, he was called to prepare the way for the first coming of Messiah. And guess who we are? As the body of Messiah, we are called to prepare the way for the second coming of Messiah. Glory, hallelujah. So you can take that verse right there. I am the voice of one calling in the desert, make straight the way of Yehovah. That's not a prestige scripture just for, um, you know, the the chosen few. That's something that we can apply because every believer, we are called to, to be one who will be proclaiming, who will be calling and, and and declaring in the desert make straight the way for Yahovah hallelujah verse 24 now some Pharisees who had been sent questioned him why then do you mikvah if you are not the Messiah or Elijah nor the prophet and this is awesome what he says he says I make for you with water 
Yohanan replied, but among you stands one you do not know. He hasn't been revealed yet. You don't know. He is the one who will come after me and whose thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. So he says, I'm the one preparing the way. He's already here. He's standing amongst us, you know. So we've got to get to that place that in our testimony, our number one priority in our testimony is to proclaim who Yahovah is within our lives. And some people might not like hearing your testimony of the goodness of God and the great things that Yahovah has done. You know, some people, you know, they, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to see you standing in confidence, rejoicing in a mighty God. You know, no, religion doesn't want you doing that. What does religion want you to do? Oh, you know, you're just a worm. Just poor you. Who are you? Well, let me tell you who you are in the kingdom. You are men, women, <laughs> uh, young, young men, young girls. You are, <laughs> who are we? We have the authority in the Spirit. We are sons of Yehovah. Hallelujah. You are not a worm. You are ambassadors of the Messiah. We are part of the family of the King. And we are called to rule and reign in His name. So don't throw away your confidence. <laughs> don't throw away your confidence. What are you facing? What is in front of you? Especially in the areas where things are out of control. Right? You know, uh, sometimes we panic because things are out of control and our mind goes crazy trying to reason and how to structure things. Well, listen, that's the spirit of religion. Be set free. You are called to walk in the kingdom in relationship with the Father. You have a made-up mind. You've set your mind before anything happens, if you haven't and you're missed of it and you're going crazy, then take time each day, pull yourself apart, uh, aside, and say, you know, Kenny, you're going to be set today. It doesn't matter what you face, doesn't matter what decisions, what other people try to do, it doesn't matter the influence of man, it doesn't matter what demonic assignment comes against you or your family. I am going to walk in the authority of the Ruach HaKodesh and His word is final. His word is truth. And as we set those things in place, you know, we are, we are, we are setting ourselves up to operate in the authority of Yehovah. So what did we say the other day? We said it's not about how can I increase my faith? How can I get bigger faith? You know, a friend of mine did the book Supersize Your Faith, Bodybuilder. And, you know, just marketing words of how to encourage people to walk in faith. But what is it about the faith the size of a mustard seed? You know, just down the road here in, in uh, Kasaria, Israel, when I'm walking the dog, we're soon going to have uh, the mustard trees. You know, these huge trees with these tiny little seeds of mustard. You know, that's all going to start flowering soon. And it smells great. And it's, gonna, it's, it's awesome. I'll, I'll gather a handful of mustard seeds and let you see. If your faith is the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea. You know, some of you, your brain just fell over right there. That doesn't, what, that doesn't make sense. Why? L listen, the supernatural, 
the transformation of the kingdom, you, you can't contain it. You can, you know, you have the fullness of Yahovah dwelling within you by the Holy Spirit, yes. But as soon as you try to bring that into the flesh, as in your understanding, you, you're just going to, uh, you're going to crash. You know, your your brain is going to crash. You're not going to be able to get to that place of the understanding. But we want to stand upon the rock and, re- and recognize that uh, people are going to ask you, who are you? You know, who do you say you are? You know, we might have all these different thoughts on who we think you are. But come on, be real. Tell me who you really are. I want to know who you are. I'm the one... Uh, I am the voice of the one calling in the desert. Make straight the way of Yahovah. So, Father, I just want to pray right now. Father, will you use us? We reach out to you right now. And we ask, Father, for an outpouring of the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon our lives. We ask, Father, for the authority of Yahovah to flow through our lives. We're not asking for more because we recognize we have the fullness of who you are. If faith the size of a mustard seed is is nothing, it it doesn't even look like a size, then we understand it's the presence of faith that's in our life that brings transformation. So my prayer today, Father, is that you will make us stably minded in the midst of trial, in the midst of difficulties, also in the midst of blessings. Listen, there's many people who get blessed and then, you know, when things are tough, oh, I'm praying, I'm pressing in. Oh, I'm I'm pressing. I, God, I need you. <laughs> Yehovah, I'm pressing in. I need a touch from a mighty king. And then when things are good, ah, it's okay. You know, you know, Yehovah, you, you just go talk to all the people who are going through difficulties. I'm I'm okay. I can handle myself right now. No, we have got to learn to live a life of dependence of Yehovah. This is what Yeshua taught us. You know, I I share three key things on the process of life. We have dependence, independence, and then uh, uh, interdependence, where we are working together as the body of Messiah. That's the place of maturity. And we have to go through these phases, these cycles. And some people don't like independence. Oh, independence is all about pride. It's all about just doing things for yourself, buying the car that you want for yourself, buying stuff for you, watches, jewelry, houses, whatever it may be, clothes. Had to get that in there, you know, just in case. You know, but, you know, that's not really the foundation of what independence is all about. Independence is meant to be beautiful. So independence is where You've come out of dependency. You've wa- you're watching the upbringing of your parents. Maybe you didn't have good parents. Maybe you didn't have the the faith instilled in your life uh, from the heritage uh, of what I was brought up in, and that that's okay. Why? Because the your heavenly Father is your Father. The Holy Spirit, He will uh, be your counselor. He will bring transformation within your life. So what we do is we come from dependence into independence. And you might have little shaky moments, you know. But it's where you start to see the blessings of Yehovah on your life. And the question is, what are you going to do with what the Father has blessed you with? How are you going to respond to the blessings? Are you going to be 
immature are you going to be uh, undisciplined and just go blow all on yourself like the prodigal son give me my wealth give me my blessing I don't want to wait for you to die for my inheritance give it all to me now and what did it do it brought him to a place of ruin okay eventually came back and was restored hallelujah what a beautiful picture we see of uh, of Israel's return to the father's house hallelujah so independence is important and what's important is that as independent people we learn how to take what the father has given us and we are making choices it's our choice i choose to give i i choose to sow into the life of this person i choose to sow into this ministry i, I choose to sow into the lost to the brokenhearted i am making choices so i'm receiving from god and then i'm choosing to uh to at the act of my free will i'm choosing to bless them back to yahovah and and that's where we start to qualify in the area of independence then we move into interdependence we were interdependent on each other but we never lose the place of dependence with the father in heaven you never lose that uh, you know just like you know i know that some people have come from broken backgrounds and you know i, I don't want you to feel like you know uh, that's that you know because you haven't had the heritage of uh, dependency on your parents and blessings of your parents listen you can be 30 40 50 60 years old and still receive the blessings and uh the support and uh, the the um what's the word the endorsement of your parents even at, at that age and it still blesses you so we still know what that dependence looks like all through your life and the father says you know in yeshua's life he said, I only do what I see the Father do. He was totally dependent on the Father on every aspect of his walk. And that's where we've got to be. We've got to be dependent on the Father. We've got to know how to experience independence. But what are you going to do with your independence? Are you going to use it in a selfish manner? Or are you going to use it in a kingdom manner? And then interdependence is when we come together as the body of Messiah... I no longer want to just do things because Yahovah's blessed me. How do we do things together in the call of Yahovah for the expansion of his kingdom? That's interdependence. That's when we start rising up and we start coming together in agreement to make a difference for the king for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Well, listen, you know, there's so many scriptures we can go go through i'm I'm not i'm not going to do that you know what we're going to do we're going to stop right there because i believe that that is what the father wants us to get hold of today and i want to ask you a question as i asked in the title of today's message will you tell your story and i want you to make a commitment before the father for especially those who are shy who are scared you know, you've not told, you, you know, you've not shared your faith. Ask, Father, give us opportunity to minister your love, to minister my testimony, where I've come from and how you've changed my life into someone's life over this next 24 hours before the next broadcast. Just commit it to the Father and just ask the Father to open the doors for divine appointments and holy assignments. 
And I release you on those divine appointments. I release you on those holy assignments. I, I rid you of that spirit of faith, that discouragement. Go in Yeshua's name. Because when you're sharing your testimony and you're sharing the love of Yahovah, all of a sudden there's a fire that comes within your life. Why? I'm talking about my redemption. I was in darkness. I was broken. And now I'm set free. Hallelujah. Walking in the ways of Yahovah. <laughs> you know, you're suffering with a little bit of lack of joy right now, then go start sharing your testimony. Start encouraging and start watching people light up as the Holy Spirit starts ministering into their lives. Okay, well, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the Word today. I love and appreciate every one of you. Uh, keep standing over these 40 days. Yeah, put the thumbs up. If you're on YouTube and uh, Facebook, put the thumbs up if you've been blessed and encouraged with this message. Let's stand strong, but let's have a mind made up. Let me go to that verse again in Luke chapter 21, verse 14. And, you know, meditate on this but and, and read this whole ch- uh, chapter. Read the whole chapter because it's about persecution. Um, uh, you know, it's, gonna, it's, it's Yeshua talking about what's going to happen. And his return, it's a great chapter, but verse 14, But make up your mind not to worry beforehand. So even if it brings you to a place of facing death because of your testimony, make up your mind. And this is the true foundation of all leadership. You can't truly lead unless you're willing to die what you're leading for. And that, that's the foundation of leadership. That, that's why, you know, some great people died very young, but it didn't matter if they lived to 100 years old. Why? They got it accomplished at a young age, and they were, uh, you know, martyred for their faith, but it's okay. The word continues. The testimony continues. So make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourself. Father, we just release the boldness of Yehovah over our lives because we want to go with you we want to walk with you in the kingdom in yeshua's name hallelujah praise the name of yeshua you know close number 12 you know i just love to be with you guys so we can fellowship together can't wait for sunday for the zoom call don't forget sunday 9 30 israel time 7 30 british time 2.30 East Coast America time. I've got to, Esther, you've got to tell me what time that is in Melbourne, Australia, so I can uh, work it out. <laughs> but um, listen, get ready for that call. Why? So we can interact. We can share. We, we can get to know each other. We can all get to know uh, the, and fellowship with the Mishpaha, the family of Yahovah, and be encouraged. Hallelujah. So anyway, come on. Go out. Share your faith. You know, if you can get out, if you're not in lockdown in, in some parts of the world. But if you're if you're able to get out, say, Father, give me an opportunity today to share my faith. And and put yourself in, in, in places for the Father to move. Come on. You know, don't let the devil rob you of the blessing of ministering Yeshua to someone who's not yet saved. The brokenhearted, the downtrodden. Come on. Let's make a difference. You know. Go buy a meal for someone who's homeless and just minister Yeshua to them. You know, we, we can do these things on purpose. When I travel, I'm always looking for opportunities to, who, who's, uh, whose gas tank am I going to fill up 
who can I buy a meal for? I do this all the time when I'm on the road, when I'm traveling. And I just want to encourage you. Let's on purpose make a difference for the king. Esther said it's 5.30 in Queensland, <laughs> Brisbane. Yeah, 5.30 in the morning. On All right, well, sorry about that, Esther. <laughs> If you can join us, that's great, you know. It's early. God, I didn't realize it was that early over there. But let's stand upon the promises of Yehovah. Let's see his kingdom come. If you've, if you've been blessed with this message, you have a testimony, you have a prayer request, write to me, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Um, some people have said they've been writing to me. I'm not getting your emails. I don't know why. Uh, if you haven't had a reply t- from me and you have been emailing me, maybe I've got a problem with the system. So write to bulldozerfaith at gmail.com. Bulldozerfaith at gmail.com. That email gets to my smartphone as well. And I uh, would love to have your prayer requests and your testimonies. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and you want to sow into the work that we do to edify, build the body of Messiah, make a difference in this generation, then you can go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. Keep standing with us. We are pressing into the 15th. We've got a huge mountain, a small mountain that needs to be overcome by a great big God. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, we're standing on these promises. We're pressing in. We're expecting in this 40 days supernatural change. So let's stand together, pray for the ministry, because, you know, we've gone through so many assignments to hinder our mission, to hinder our work in the land, and we've made a decision. You will not, Hasatan, we are pressing through. So as we stand praying for you, standing in the gap for you, and the things that you're going through in prayer, I ask you to stand in the gap for us as well. We really appreciate it. And we sense the prayers of the saints. And for those who uh, write uh, uh, comments and encouraging words on how you're standing in the gap for us, we appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, until tomorrow, shalom, shalom. Hallelujah.